Have you ever wondered what Judaism has to say about the sixth sense? That little voice inside that tells you to do the right thing. In today's stuff, Megillah, page 3, we learn about your muzzle, your guardian angel, that always tells you just when you have that temptation to do something just a little off. That little voice says, do the right thing. Welcome to the Transformative Daf with me, Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Here we go, Megillah, Daf 3, page 3. When Cyrus the Great came to power in Persia, he granted permission to the Jews to return to Jerusalem and rebuild the Holy Temple. The jubilation, however, was short-lived. During our absence from Israel, the land was inhabited by non-Jews who became known as Samaritans. Initially, they offered their assistance to rebuild, but then they turned on our people and sent a letter to the Persian authorities to have the permission that had been granted by Cyrus revoked. At that time, Daniel and his associates were still in Babylonia, in the court of Nebuchadnezzar. When Daniel heard the terrible news that the temple rebuilding had been cancelled, he entered a state of mourning and fasting. It was amid his mourning period that he would receive a visit from the angel Gabriel, who informed him about the redemption that would take place at the end of days. Says the Gemara, and I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. Who were these men? Rabbi Yirmiya, or some say Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, said, These were Chagai, Zechariah, and Malachi. They were superior to him, to Daniel, in one way, and he, Daniel, was superior to them in another. They were superior to him because they were prophets, and he was not a prophet. He was superior to them because he saw the vision and they did not see. But if they did not see, why were they frightened? Answers the Gemara, although they themselves did not see, their muzzle saw. Ravina says, from here we learn that one who is suddenly afraid, even though he doesn't see anything, his muzzle sees. What is his remedy? He should read the Shema. And if he is standing in a place of filth, he should distance himself four cubits, from his location. And if he is unable, let him say the following, The goat of the slaughterhouse is fatter than me. Rashi explains his muzzle refers to the ministering angel above each person. That's the Gemara. What's the meaning? We perceive most things around us through our physical eyes. That's reality as we know it. But the actual reality is that there is much more going on in the spiritual realm around us that we simply do not see. In our age of radio waves and Wi-Fi signals, we all understand that there are things in the atmosphere around us that are beyond our physical eyes. So it's not difficult to appreciate the abundance of spiritual activity that is also taking place in the environment around us. The Ramchal explains that mazel refers to the neshama, the soul. We are all imbued with a divine soul that strives to elevate us with the performance of Hashem's service. He teaches that the neshama primarily utilizes the faculties of the body to experience this world, and so it sees most things via the medium of your eyes. Nevertheless, it's not entirely bound by the sensory perceptions of the body. It's able to see things imperceptive to the human eye. When you feel certain inexplicable sensations, it's your neshama, or mazel, 
seeing these experiences in a way that goes beyond the physical bounds of your physical faculties. Rabbi Menachem Tzvi Taskin explains that the way to conquer fear arising from hidden spiritual forces is to overpower them with the fear of Hashem. That's why the Gemara says to recite the Shema, reminding yourself that Hashem is greater than any power in all the physical and spiritual worlds will allay all fears. Sometimes your introspection will lead to the realization that you're standing in a place of filth, that the inexplicable spiritual fear you're, you're experiencing stems from, a certain, from certain behavioral decisions you need to leap away from. Other times, our souls are simply weighed down by excessive focus on material gain. Recognizing that loss of focus on spiritual pursuits, one should declare, says the Gemara, the goat of the slaughterhouse is fatter than me. What does that mean? A goat might be driven to eat more to achieve greater longevity, but really all it's doing is prioritizing itself for the slaughterhouse. That declaration should serve as a stark reminder of what's truly important in life. Rashi offers an alternative interpretation of Mazel. He says that Mazel refers to a person's guardian angel. You have an angel that guides you through life. In fact, as Rabbi Shimon teaches, Every single blade of grass has a corresponding muzzle which strikes it and tells it to grow. When that little voice tells you to act a certain way or avoid going down an improper path, that's your guardian angel directing you. Put differently, your guardian angel is striking you and telling you to grow. You might want to take the easy route, but your guardian angel constantly encourages you to seek the ideal path and become your very best. Do you remember the time you were in the supermarket and needed garlic salt? You found fresh garlic and table salt, and then, just as you were nearing the checkout, you noticed they actually had what you came for, garlic salt. What did you do next? Honestly, you were in a rush to get home. So you could be forgiven for deciding to leave the fresh garlic and the table salt on a random shelf, right? But then a little voice, your muzzle, told you, not so fast. The right thing to do is to put those other products back where they belong. And you thought, come on now, the store workers will figure it out. That's what they get paid to do. And you went back and forth inside your head and heart until you finally made the ethical decision to return the items to their proper shelves. Now, obviously, the supermarket story is silly and rather insignificant compared to the big, important issues your muzzle deals with. Like when your alarm goes off in the morning and your muzzle says, it's time to get out for Minion. Or when your muzzle tells you that Monday night sheer is probably a better use of your time than Monday night football. Or when you're doing business and an ethical question arises. You know nobody will catch your shortcut, but your muzzle says, do the right thing. Your guardian angel is guiding you every step of the way. May you tune in to the little voice of your muzzle and choose the path to life. May you have a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter, 
contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.